0: the Youthscape podcast, a podcast for Christians who work with young people. Hello, welcome back. We're here for another season of the Youthscape podcast. I'm Martin Saunders, with me as always, Rachel Gardner.
1: In the room! I'm sitting across the table from you, and people, Martin and I have hugged. Amy, I've not given you a hug yet. Producer Amy's missed out. Wait a minute, Amy, I'm coming in. I don't think she's given consent. No, she doesn't want a hug. So I gave you a cautious hug. Yes. Amy's giving me like, I love you, Rachel, but just stay over there. she it wet was wet wipes it, around her. A
0: cautious hug, That that's the, yeah. the terminology, that's, isn't that's it? That's the terminology. I almost thought it was a dubious hug. In fact,
1: <laughs> it was almost
0: like you looked at me like I might still, I might be ill, I might be carrying something.
1: And I hugged you and was thinking, oh gosh, if I put like deodorant on? Can I just double check that? Because as we have documented well for many years, um, when, when we've not been hugging this past year, like body hygiene has slightly taken a back seat. Wow. So I was really glad to think he's hugged me and has not fainted. Friends, welcome (laughs) to the new season of the Youthscape podcast. We are delighted over the moon, out of our boxes, unhinged and unleashed to be together as a team. And we've also got Ollie in the space. So Ollie, Amy, Martin and I are bringing you the podcast from Luton.
0: All slightly socially distanced. We are still still, socially distanced. But what's really exciting about this season of yes. the Youthscape podcast. We've been planning this for about six months. Yes. It won't sound like it, <laughs> but we're uh, we we we're not doing something on life after COVID or no. life during COVID or what was life like before COVID. None of that. None of that. We are doing a completely new season called Youth. Youth I've just, I've, I've I realized tried. I haven't come up with a title, so I'm going to do it off the top of my head. Youthscape, the podcast goes global.
1: Oh! <gasps> Ryanair, are we are we jumping on Ryanair? No, because we're, we're, we're right by the we airport. We don't need to.
0: We don't you realise now we don't need to get on any planes anymore? No. Crazy fool. We can oh. just yes. we can just zoom.
1: We can zoom on Squadcast. So we are going to be chatting in this season with new friends all mm. across the world who are involved in youth ministry. That's right, friends. This is not a cheap dig at trying to get ourselves holidays. No,
0: you won't hear us asking any no. of our guests for <laughs> tri- for speaking engagements or trips to their. They're places of work.
1: (laughs) You won't hear any of that on air. I mean, obviously off air, we'll be doing that blatantly. But partly because, yeah, we've been planning this for six months. Can we say we've not been planning the interviews for six months because that would be too much warning. We plan interviews about three minutes. But the thought of being back together in a space and thinking beyond COVID and thinking more globally about youth ministry, that's been on our hearts for quite a long time. So we're gutted we've not been able to bring it till now. But we are excited to bring it now. And we have got guests, many of whom... We've never really met before, yeah, um, and we've only got into contact with, because actually some amazing youth workers working across Europe have said, there's this ridiculous couple of youth workers in the UK who do this podcast. Their listenership are awesome. They are slightly dubious. But if you can get through that stuff and do the interview, and people have been like, yeah, that's fine. So we're very grateful to a few lovely friends.
0: Very generous.
1: Who have kind of let us use their name.
0: So we are going to be going all over the world. So we are going to go to Australia.
1: Oh my We're going to go days. to
0: India. We're going go to go uh, to Turkey. Uh, a host of different places across Europe. Um, the Philippines. Yes, come on. Uh, Woo! Kyrgyzstan.
1: Oh, I'm so excited about Kyrgyzstan. And... Maybe not America. Maybe not America. And, and we've, we've often had lovely guests, and we love America. Yeah. But we just felt maybe this is not about Britain and America this season.
0: Well, I mean, what I think is under Donald Trump, you know, they still talked about the special relationship, but clearly Joe Biden said no thanks to all of that. <laughs> yeah. So I say let's snub America.
1: Oh, they, yeah. they're feeling it right they're now. They've I changed their tell. president.
0: We've got nothing more to do with them. <laughs> um, so. <Political. laughs> That's a joke. Yes. Um, Yeah, so so actually there's a really profound reason for wanting to do this, which is that uh, historically perhaps we and our friends in America have been a little bit insular Mm. in terms of thinking about who has the monopoly on youth ministry wisdom. And maybe that's not been a conscious thing. That's very much a subconscious thing but it's definitely reflected in who we invite to speak at our events and who we invite to speak on our podcasts. Mm-hmm. And so we thought it was really important that we redress the bounce a little bit and hear from all these brilliant people who are part of our family, yes. part of our tribe, doing youth ministry in all these different parts of the world. And I think we will learn a lot. It will be like going back to school for us. I
1: think it will. we will learn a lot. And, and although we are saying this is not about COVID, COVID is the big lurking thing because we still know that around the globe there's not justice when it comes to the vaccine. There's not, you know, the the world is suffering still massively and some of the youth workers we're going to be speaking to are right in the thick of youth ministry yep. in a country where they're not being able to get the vaccine and all so we're conscious that the backdrop of this there's lots of plates spinning but what we really want to do is chat with the youth workers about on the ground youth ministry what is it looking like and covid will pop up they will talk about that but our focus is learning as you say What is it look like to innovate youth ministry uh, with this incredible generation in different parts of the world i can't wait i'm going to learn so much I
0: I'm excited so that as well as all the serious interviewing, you, Rachel Gardner, have taken it upon yourself to start researching fun <laughs> facts about <sighs> every country. Yes. And I'm just going to say this now. I'm I feel so- like you've prepared, because I know you've already prepared facts yes. for Turkey. Yes, I have. And also facts about Turkey. Yes. <laughs> uh, as in the bird. <laughs> um, so... I just so, hope we're
1: not going to offend any guests. <laughs> we'll,
0: we'll see where that goes, but we're not doing that today. Um, before we get on to that, though, we should just describe our surroundings. Ollie is here. Ollie, Ollie is. Can you can you shout hello, Ollie? Hello. Oh, yeah, that's a big voice. That's a good shout. Yes, yeah, so that's Ollie. Ollie is our. Uh, I don't know what's your job title, Ollie.
1: Ollie is a digital <gasps> marketing assistant.
0: So Ollie's here and he's filming. He's got yeah. two cameras. Look at that! You've got two cameras filming simultaneously um, because you can't get you and me in the same shot. No. Uh, so they've got they've got two different lenses, and um, and then we are we we're, we're in a different part of Youthscapes HQ today. So we it'd be fair to say we we set up already this morning mm-hmm. downstairs. And then I'm not going to name any names, Amy, <laughs> but someone didn't realise that you had to actually book the space.
1: Well, can I can I slightly <laughs> make it even worse? What happened was we all walked into the space downstairs and went. Oh, this is set up. Be- this is beautiful. Someone set this up. Not one of us thought that someone had set it up for something that wasn't about us. <laughs> yeah. no- nothing in any of us went. Maybe someone else yeah. in our incredible team has worked really hard on this backdrop for something they're doing. No, we just took en- it entitlement, as wasn't it? entitlement, wasn't it? was like, oh yeah, someone's done this They've for us. done this for us. <laughs> And then we got the message. No, it's for our local young people. And we're like, oh, flipping young people. No, we love young people. Yeah. So obviously we completely vacated that and wiped it down and all the rest of it. But that was a little wake up call, I think. <laughs> we, so
0: we've moved upstairs to the conference floor uh, at Butte Mills in, uh, in Luton. And we're sitting in the corner and the radiator, we can't work out and turn so the radiator hot. off. So it's a bit tropical. <laughs> so that's fun. So maybe no hugs later. Yeah, it's um, and uh, and yeah, I mean, it's I, I'm excited that yes. we're actually back together again. We're not having to oh, do this, this is great. over like because we used to do it from Preston and Rygate, and there'd be a little 10-second delay sometimes, yeah. and then Amy had to edit all of those out. So. All the painstaking editing is over, Amy. You'll be able to leave all of this in. This is basically as live.
1: (laughs) It's all gold. It's wonderful. So, do we want to now segue into our fun facts? Yes. For the first one. Yes. Where
0: are we going first?
1: First place we're going to, ladies and gentlemen. Drum roll. It's A on the alphabet. It's Austria. Ding! So we're going to Austria first.
0: Just to be clear, we're not working through them in alphabetical order. It's (laughs) just a coincidence. (laughs) Oh,
1: good though. That'd be great. Be a very long season so fun facts about austria are you ready people so excited do you know what was invented in austria the sewing machine <laughs> wow <laughs> it was does, invented it, in austria. does it get even better than this yeah vienna has the world's oldest zoo oh it was vienna.
0: founded in
1: 1752 that is that is i think there's a trip there for us now famous people who grew up or born in austria we have schwarzenegger oh yes sigmund freud Mozart, I don't know he was on top of your list. Franz Kafka and then Bertha von Zutner, who was the first woman to receive the Nobel Peace Prize in nineteen oh five. Well done, Bertha. Gosh. Actually, I'm not very feminist. I didn't work out what it was she was the first one. <laughs> But Don't she did know. win it. She did win is it. Is that your complete list that's, of famous no, people who have yeah, born in Austria? Is, yeah, right, I feel like yeah. you've left one off. Well, there we go. A 62% of Austria. This is interesting because this crops up in our interview later. 62% of Austria is covered by the Austrian Alps. No. So when our guest later talks about rural youth ministry, can we stop thinking hedges huh. and a pub and a church? We're talking Austrian Alps. <laughs> 62%. 62%. It's on my fun fact list, Martin. Don't question it. It is a fun fact. It is. I'm and having then, fun right now. It is. And then the first postcards were used in Austria.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: I feel we know the country very well now. That's amazing.
0: <laughs> is um, Austria the setting for The Sound of Music, isn't it? Oh, I forgot that one. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. But everyone knows That's
1: that. Yeah, That's Yeah. These everyone are things that. you wouldn't know about Austria. Uh, and also, my brother is married to beautiful Nayla, who's from Austria, and lived many years in Vienna. So ah. I have been to Vienna many times. Have you? I have. I love Vienna. Can you
0: describe it? What's, what characterises Vienna?
1: huge beautiful gray architecture massive kind of apartment blocks so like everyone lives in a beautiful apartment and ornate kind of gothic baroque i have no idea what those words mean <laughs> architecture but you have like horses and carts going through the city you have um classical musicians playing Busking music all the time, everywhere. It's like the capital of classical music. I mean, it wow. is an absolutely outstanding city to go to. If you, when everything opens up, you sound a little Austria. bit like
0: you've gone there in the like nineteenth century.
1: No, 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 no! You've got to go. You've got to go at Christmas time for the Glühwein and Bratwurst. Ah. so you walk around these. You know, you know, like how we have Christmas markets. Yes, in the UK imported from Germany. Horrendous, like two sheds. Yes, overpriced, <laughs> like hot Vimso. In, in Vienna, it is the real deal. It yeah. is just extraordinary. It's a beautiful place, yeah. Wow. But tough for youth ministry because the majority of young people in the country live in Vienna. Mm. So if you if you're a youth minister outside of that space, that's hard, that's challenging. And people enjoy walking naked around the parks in Vienna. So I took my nephews round a normal park, and there were lots of people just wearing socks and shoes and nothing else. Well, no, genuinely, Ge- just genuinely, socks and shoes. yeah. And my sister-in-law says, "Rachel, you're such a prude." I'm like, "I know," but still, I needed warning about that. So there are very different. Kind of expectations and challenges, I think. Although, right.
0: well, yeah. Hang on. Two things. <laughs> two things. First of all, Rachel, Not everybody's like, naked you are like in a Austria. magnet to this yes, stuff, aren't I am. you? But secondly, like, why don't they just put a pair of pants on?
1: well i'm not sure i think it's part of the freedom yeah this is like they're, they're wow. free to do this, and also actually i i've grown up in the uk in the uk it's quite a sexualized culture and yeah. i do think sometimes you go into other european countries who have much more body positivity and less sexualized around bodies and actually i'm going what what is someone naked and they're like yeah that's fine that's you know so there we go what what a great
0: way into our interview <laughs> And I'm so glad that he and his young daughter are going to be listening to this. Um, so Armin Hartmann is our friend
1: as of about
0: five minutes ago. And my
1: brother knows him very well and rates him very highly as an awesome YouTuber. But worker. so
0: massive yeah. in Austria that not only is he obviously leading a big organisation, he's also he also lives in a splendid place, which we'll we'll get yes. onto yes. in the interview. Yes. Uh, but uh, this is what happened when uh, you and I just a few moments ago had a lovely chat with our first international guest, Armin Hartmann. I Armin, mean, I just wondered if you could uh, start by, by introducing yourself and explaining what your, your role is, how uh, what you do to work with
2: young people. As you mentioned, my name is Armin Hartmann, and um, I'm living here in Austria more than 30 years now. Um, I grew up in Switzerland, actually, but uh, somehow I landed up in Austria, So, uh, and, and the point was, from the beginning, I saw the the desperate need in Austria for youth ministry because uh, I came from Switzerland and there was uh, well organized, you know, you had a lot of organizations who trained young people and then... Um, I joined the torchbearer Bible school in Austria and, and I just figured out, uh, in Austria, nothing, nothing really works. Um, there's no organization, nothing who's to training, uh, young adults or, or doing some basic trainings for youth ministry and stuff like that. And so somehow, um, I landed up in Austria and, um, I work with Torchbearers Austria, Uh, that's, um, we have, we have, actually, we have a castle, a a huge castle in in the mountains. Um, So that's maybe funny, but uh, that's where I placed. And from there out, I did um, now for, for around 25, 26 years youth ministry in Located in Austria, Upper Austria, and all over uh, the country, and also a little bit um, international. Um, yeah, so so that's part of my story. I'm married, and I have, or we have four children. They're all grown up now, and the youngest is is in Sweden. Joining a Bible school, a short-term Bible school, and Nina, the second youngest, she's she's uh, placed in Lancaster and studied there yeah. in Rain Ministries. Uh, so, so she's also in youth ministry. Um, maybe walking my path. So, uh,
1: oh, yeah. wow. oh, that's amazing. Amen. Um, what's been the experience for you? Uh, going through COVID-19, and, and what's it meant for your country and, and for your youth ministry, Armin?
2: Mm. Well, it influenced us uh, hugely, for sure. And uh, um, especially the, at the first lockdown, or during the first lockdown uh, last year in, in March and April, uh, nearly everything was closed, shut down, even the churches. And so um, at that moment, immediately, nearly everyone uh, switched to online stuff uh, like s- Zoom online, uh, um, youth clubs uh, or s- also, um, we, we, we did a lot of um, uh, services uh, and streamed it via YouTube and stuff like that. Uh, and then we had a good time open uh, from uh, let's say May up to November last year. It was nearly nearly uh, regular, so as before. so, so with, with just a few few um, regulations, uh, but th- that was quite good. And then the next uh, lockdown came and um, what I see now is that people are very, very tired of online stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, we tried to to find ways how to meet on on a regular basis physically. And so we figured out that um, the churches have some privileges here in Austria um, from the government. So we figured out that we can um, change just the name from the youth club meeting into a youth Sundays or in a youth uh, service. And so when you do uh, a service, then um, you're fine. You can meet. So even if it's just 10 or 20, but we were able to meet. So. Uh, we we tried to change uh, from how do you say from from online stuff to, to, to meet regularly uh, physically, and uh, that was a kind of um, and an, a little bit an open space in in the yeah from the government, and so we used that, uh, and and it was really really helpful because the. Yeah, some of the youth, they told me, you know, I, I'm sitting the whole day in front of my computer in, for school. And uh, now another two hours in front of my computer. And I'm just tired. I just don't want that stuff. So, um, um, yeah, it's, it's also, we, we tried to, to visit them. Yeah. during the hardest time we tried to visit them um, at home just single personally so uh, that was quite helpful but for us it was extremely extremely more work
0: yeah. I, mean, I mean um two things first of all um i'm really struck by how similar yeah. uh, that journey has been to the journey we've had in the united kingdom it's been very similar actually um and we've been in and out of these lockdowns uh we've been able to uh have services instead of youth club meetings we did a very similar thing here Mm. Uh, it's quite it's interesting that the the experience has been quite similar but we don't have a castle so so point two (laughs) is uh, really rachel and i are going to need to come to visit the castle at some point (laughs) because i I think we need to do a podcast from the castle no Um,
2: you're very welcome just uh, let me know
0: (laughs) That's that's what we were looking for. So so moving on from COVID, thinking uh, beyond COVID, really. Mm -hmm. Um, what what else are some of the challenges that you would say that there are to reaching young people specific to Austria? You know, what are the unique kind of um, uh, challenges of reaching teenagers? Do you think in this generation?
2: Well, we have huge different uh, lifestyle, cities, and landscape. um for sure the biggest city is vienna here in austria and then the rest you would even call that a city it's yeah anyway but uh um on the land side on on the countryside um there are a lot of you know um, um the firefighters and 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 uh, the they call it the landjugend, land youth. There are farmers, farmer kids, and yeah. then uh, there are other other organizations like 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 the scouts or um, soccer clubs and stuff like that. So what we what we see is uh, on the countryside uh, they are very occupied yeah. in in different activities and. Um, you know, when you go to the to the youth uh, firefighters, uh, actually, what's uh, for sure, you learn a little bit to handle all this stuff. But actually, the real point is you want to to meet for 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 drinking beer, so that yeah. um, maybe that's that's nearly everywhere. And so um, when you come up and say, "Oh, let's meet in the church," to say what, uh, <laughs> what, what. what what shall we do in the church? So um, uh, th- that's one point. And on the other point, we see a, a desperate, desperate um, hunger for for answers. Uh, they they have so many questions about life. About especially, it came up even more during the COVID time. So so. Uh, many of them have these depressions and, and, and stuff like that. So so uh, they're really looking. So what we can do, I think, what, what is our main point and, and what is really the, the core or the heart of ministry we have? And I think it's communion, to, to gather together and also to give answers to this life, sometimes hurting questions they have. So, so that we just just help them grow up and growing up. So, um, it's Austria is a very um, a, a society where you have, you know, it's based on relationships. So, um, actually, when you somehow can make a relationship with youth or, or with people. Uh, uh, on any age, then then you have, as we say, your your foot in in the door, so so you can you can step in. So they they have to trust you. Yeah. It's not about the program; it's it's about relationship, and we have to find spaces to to build relationships. Yeah, um, that ca- that can be out in the cafe or out in yeah. You know, we don't have any pubs, but in the restaurants or. Uh, you have pubs, we have cafe house.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: So uh or in the sports club any any uh, any place where you can make relationships that's our um entry point uh, I think.
1: Yeah. 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 That sounds brilliant. I think so many of us listening to this will really resonate with that that eventually in the end it's those deep relationships. Yeah young people. I love that you twinned it with communion, like deep encounter with God and each other, and then mm-hmm. being in spaces to be able to wrestle through some of those questions. So I'd love to hear a little bit more, Amin. What are kind of the ways of that you're seeing uh, young people really creatively sharing their faith with their friends? What does evangelism and discipleship Look like in Austria over the next few years? Do you reckon? What are you What are you seeing?
2: There are a few ways. What I really uh, What really surprised me during the last year is how many of these, uh, sometimes fourteen up to seventeen year olds, they are very um, Yeah, it's it's usual for them. So um, they started to do really creative short videos. For, wow. for TikTok and, and uh, YouTube and stuff like that. And, and they yeah. went online. They, so they, they just really cool formats uh, and, and uh, that blew me away. Just these young teenagers, they said, okay, we can share faith in a just cool way, you know, and, and make some crazy yeah. um, animations in the video. And so, uh, and they just went forth with that. Uh, and they really reached a huge, huge, huge amount of people. So that is, that is one way. And the mm-hmm. other way, um, we, we try, um, especially with our programs we, we run at the castle, to equip these young people with vision and with courage so uh, they start often in the school with prayer groups or little small groups where they discuss or prayer pray or or something like that and and I had one of the teenagers in our youth club and he told me um, a really amazing story Uh, so he wanted to start in his school a prayer group with other schoolmates and he went to the director and the director told him well uh, we don't have actually any any room a free room for you uh, and then he said okay that's that's no problem I just want to inform you we do it anyway we we, we start um, once in a week in the morning in the in the entrance hall there's a, a there's a kind of aula. So, so uh, an open space, and, and they sat there half an hour before school starts, just just five or six persons and started to pray in the middle of the school. And, and I think, about, oh, wow, that's so courageous, this, this team, right. you know, they yeah. just, oh, we do it anyway. And so after a month, uh, the director came and, and he, he gave them um, uh, a room for doing prayer so and after four years when when this guy finished school with with his uh, grades the director came to him and told him you have to make sure that this little prayer group runs mm-hmm. on because wow. we need the prayer in our school from yeah and it was really amazing so so these guys really influenced others uh, for sure it is always a small group but mm-hmm. they make them publicly known we are here as christians we pray for the school and, and we just live out our faith and uh, that is one of the amazing stories that really Um, surprised me about the courage sometimes these these teenagers and young uh, or or youth and adults have so uh, yeah that's maybe just one short story
0: that's that's great and and those are very encouraging signs they're very encouraging stories i think sometimes in the uk we um we get focused on the bad news um quite often and uh you know it would over the last sort of 25 years statistically we've seen the numbers of young people dropping quite significantly who are engaged oh. with church uh, you know do you feel in Austria is that is there a different picture do you feel more hope and encouragement for the future what's the what's the spiritual temperature like among young people in in Austria right now?
2: Well, <laughs> that, that's a really good question, and I, I think there are two sides of the coin. I don't know if you know this uh, saying, uh, and and on one side, for sure, the 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 huge the the um, as we say, Volkskirche, like the Lutheran Church or the Catholic Church, and and all these huge. Uh, it, it's a little bit like the Anglican Church, in in the UK. Um, we see the numbers falling down rapidly. Uh, that has to do with, on one side, with birth rates, for sure. It's just there are not so many youth anymore and uh, children. Uh, and on the other side, uh, a lot of, or, or many churches, they don't really work well or doing a good job. But, uh, you can name it whatever you want. But on the, on the other side, we see... Uh, and that's the hope sign or the hope side um, of the situation. We, we see many, many um, uh, groups. that they, they are popping up like bubbles anywhere, everywhere. So, um, and what we see is they, they don't ask for um, denominations. They just gather together. If, if you have just... Uh, so, an alpha person who is brave enough just just to start something, and then they they gather together, and and we figured out, and that's maybe the blessing uh, from our ministry. We are not a local church; we are uh, an organization who helps local churches. So, uh, we we just encourage these groups. And, and try to gather them sometimes and uh, give them um, education and motivation and stuff like that uh, it's especially one weekend in a year we call it young leaders summit where we gather all these guys and um, it's really really fantastic when you see uh, they just go out sometimes not with huge wisdom they're not really educated but they have uh, a, a phenomenal trust and, and, and faith, and they just say, okay, if Jesus can use me, I go. And, and that really surprises me. So, um, and there's another thing that's maybe very, very unique in, in I guess, in Europe. Um, we work very close with the Catholic Church, because in the Catholic Church we see... Um, well, it's, you You can say a, a kind of revival, uh, wow. a lot of, of young Catholics, uh, if you talk with them, you, you think you, you're talking with a Pentecostal or, or yeah, charismatic um, mm-hmm. guy who comes from a church background like that. And then they say, no, 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 we, we're Catholics. And you and say, oh, okay, that's fantastic. That, that's surprising. And we we find out that at, at some um, how do you say at some some key positions in the Catholic Church, the bishop placed very good persons, um, r- very trustful and faithful persons. So they they enabled uh, this somehow this yeah revival or stuff like that, and so we figured out. It's a little bit like like the line from from the Bible uh, where brothers and sisters come together in in unity. There there will be blessings. You can see the blessing. And so um, this, this hope and this movement in the youth is crazily not connected or often not connected to any church or denomination. It's just, yeah... Out there, and um, for me, that's that's sometimes, or, or I think that is how it should be. Because if you try to regulate all this stuff and you say, "Okay, come to our church and denomination or whatever," then uh, it's like, yeah, uh, hitting the hammer on it and say, "Okay, you have to do it this way." But mm. um, growth comes from. From God, and and if it's there, uh, you, you just uh, can jump on and say, okay, what can we do with that? Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's encouraging sometimes. Uh, um, gathering many of them, as as many of them as possible, and um, just go on, you know, and wonder wow. what's next in maybe five or ten years.
1: Yeah, we will not yeah. be
2: surprised what will be there.
1: Yes. I Armin, mean, such wisdom. And it's just been brilliant to connect with you and hear both your challenges that are quite unique to Austria and the challenges that affect all of us in youth ministry. But I I'm gonna I'm gonna take away that picture of these bubbles. I love mm. that. They're fragile. These are young people who, as you say, they're not they're not mature in their faith yet, but they've got yeah. phenomenal trust. I think you use that word. These bubbles are popping up and i I feel so hopeful for austria with leaders like you that say let's not beat this down and try and regulate it let's say yes to what god is doing armin thank you so much for giving us an insight into austria we'll be praying for you over the next few months and years
2: thank you you're very welcome that's it's it's a joy and it's just an honor to sit here
0: So, loved meeting Armin, of course. Yes. I, I also loved, like you did, his bubbles metaphor oh, that was at the end. Oh, that was great, wasn't it? I loved that particularly because, and I'm only going to mention this once, but since we're doing an international uh, season, it would be remiss for me not to point out that West Ham United uh, have qualified for European football for the first time in many years. And uh, that whole, because we're the bubbles thing, you know? Oh, That's, I that no was the link. idea. No. I'm forever blowing bubbles.
1: Oh, I still don't get it. I'm
0: forever blowing bubbles, pretty bubbles in the air.
1: Awesome, but still don't get it.
0: Okay, fine.
1: But well, I do agree that I love the bubbles thing. I thought that was just beautiful.
0: <laughs> I, w- I was just going to mention it once because of the international, but I probably mention it every week. Okay, uh, so brilliant to uh, to kick off our season with uh, we talking to Armin. Of course, we're gonna we're gonna travel around Europe. We're going to uh, Holland and Germany and uh, Switzerland. We're going to a load of places over the next few weeks. Uh, but we're also going to go much further afield. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just brilliant. It's it's interesting, isn't it, that there are some immediately there are some things that are common. Yeah, you know, some experiences yes. are like, oh yeah, that's exactly how it how it is for us. And others, like sixty two percent of your country being covered in mountains mm. uh, and rural youth work looking completely different, that feels vastly different to to what we experience in the UK. So,
1: what did you make of um, his comments towards the end about that unity piece? Yes. About you know, here he is leading an evangelical organization and speaking with such passion about the unity they're seeing across denominations with the Catholic Church. I, mm. That moved me hugely.
0: Well, I don't know if it's the case in Austria, but certainly in the UK, that conversation couldn't even have happened 25 years ago. Mm. Just, I mean, and I don't know how many years ago it still couldn't have happened. Um, but there is definitely a move Towards unity in all sorts of parts of the world, and I think we see it in the UK as well. So I think we are seeing um, just a greater sense of, you know, like it's being led by young people. Really, mm. it, people not really seeing themselves as denominationally affiliated in the same way anymore. There are you meet people who are I am an Anglican mm. um, or I am a Baptist, but more often, especially the younger you go, people just I'm a Christian.
1: Absolutely. And
0: and therefore there's no there's no barrier there, which is really exciting. And I think one of the things that we've seen the more positive things we've seen over the last year and a half, um, if I can, if we're going to have like a jar every time we mention COVID, we have to put a pound in it. That's or a great idea. Um, you know, I wonder whether one of the more positive things we've seen over the last year and a half is people realising they're going to have to do more unity, more working together, because otherwise we were in trouble. Mm. You know, the population of Christians is... Is shrinking, mm-hmm. and we can't just sit in our ivory towers and pretend that's not the case. So you know we do need to work together. And there's actually more positive, proactive reasons for unity, like it's in the Bible. Um, but you know, I think we, I think we're starting to see a bit of a change. It's interesting to see it reflected in Austria too.
1: I found it really interesting what he was saying about they're seeing both the kind of the emergence of young leaders mm. who with this bubble idea that just that, that lad that got the prayer group going in his school and and he as a leader arm and is saying, I'm not gonna be like bashing that down, I'm gonna be kind of encouraging that. But also he made a great comment about how senior leaders in some denominations have put into quite senior roles mm. leaders that have got a real vision and a heart for growth and change. And I thought that the that the two things like that mm. felt to me like, oh, that feels like a recipe for real energy and growth, that you've got young people that are released to lead in their context, online, offline, wherever it is, and fairly senior leaders that are, that are willing to kind of pay the cost and make some significant changes. And when those two things collide, I think that felt quite like that was giving him a huge amount of hope. And I thought, oh, yeah. that's a brilliant picture really of what we want to see in, in the UK as well. Senior yeah. does it get it and young people that are released.
0: Yeah, gosh, there's a lot to think about there. I wonder if all of us should do a little bit of a thought experiment and just see see where we are with unity right now. Like to what degree <sighs> yes. do we all really identify ourselves as being of our denomination or our yeah. stream? And, and how do we feel about the idea of growth in another mm. part of the church? Like, do we actually feel threatened by that? Do we feel like that's not on some way, in some way, 100% good news? Or actually, are we really excited to see the charismatic Catholic revival that's happening? Are we really excited to see growth in New Frontiers churches? Are we really excited to see our uh, brothers and sisters, the more conservative churches growing, our Pentecostal friends? You know, are, are we excited about all of those things? or not just yeah. to, i mean you
1: it's know. a great thought experiment and i what i love that Armin did was that he chose this platform to name that and mm. i wonder if that's another thing like we we might say yeah we really want to see you know the church down the road grow in youth ministry but how um proactive are we at vocally being really supportive of yeah. them when we have a, when yeah. we have a chance to chat about our stuff we chat about somebody else. I think that to me feels like the greatest challenge for me. Yeah. How am I using my voice to say actually I'm really excited about what God's doing in the Sally army or this group over here or this group over here that I love and I really champion, but how often when I get the chance to speak, do I fill it with my stuff yeah. <laughs> rather than what sisters and brothers are doing elsewhere? I thought it was brilliant. I thought a wonderful start to this round-the-world trip. Yeah. I feel I feel exhausted already. I feel like I need to go and lay down in an airport lounge and have a nice little coffee. And spend a bit of money in the duty free. Too much money oh, too in the duty much free. Money. See, we're being saved, that aren't we? Yeah,
0: you, you're always there, and you think I want I want a sucky, some sucky sweets, but it's like three pound fifty for a packet of sweets.
1: Oh dear, and, and I don't I don't I don't spend very much money often in duty free. But the two the two things are sunglasses and perfume, and I'm like I don't uh, need either, and I definitely don't need them at that price. No. But somehow it begins to kind of draw me in, and then I'm like, no, in Jesus' name. I'm going to walk away.
0: And and buy a giant Toblerone.
1: Buy a giant Toblerone and some wet wipes. So, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, that's it. i spent the money. I feel happy. So we're avoiding all of that, avoiding all the cues, but we're meeting beautiful people that are doing amazing stuff.
0: So this is just stop one on our multi-stop journey around the world um, with a podcast series that may have another name the next time. (laughs) Amy wasn't particularly happy. I could see it on her face. She was not feeling youthscape podcast goes global so we might just call it something else next week but let's see um but one thing to say before you go we have a patreon and don't switch off stop come back (laughs) we have a patreon which is a way that you can practically support us with a little bit of money uh every month now i'm a patron uh Yes. Rachel's going to be I'm one day. I'm going to
1: one Other
0: people are patrons. Maybe I'll just speak to you, Rachel. Yes. Do you know that? Yes. But like it's about 79p a month. I pay. It's like a dollar a month. Yes. And for that, you get not only do you help us by actually building our little coffers to buy things like the equipment that I'm speaking on to you, to you right now, but also um, we're going to have exclusive content. For patrons, we've had we've had a bit in the past, but now Ollie's on board in his very senior executive role. Yeah, he is going to be creating exclusive content. In fact, we've been asked to record special podcast content to, just for patrons today. That's so if it. you I'm gonna if, sign up, all you have to do are you? How do I do it? You go to uh, patreon.com. Patron. It's like patron, but with an e in it somewhere. Okay. Patreon.com forward slash Youthscape, and it's really easy. And you just like like what? Honestly, can you get for seventy nine p a month? What did you like, get for
1: that? That's it. I mean, Fredo's, and that's pretty much about in it. In duty now.
0: free, what could you get for seventy nine? Nothing. You can get anything? Nothing. It's not so even you, a pencil.
1: You're sold. I've done it. I'm.
0: You're not. You're pretending <laughs> to do it. We're going to have the same conversation in years. <laughs> no,
1: time. I'm going to do it before our next episode. All right, I'm going to. I will okay, see. I will.
0: Right, <sighs>
1: that's I'm it. Ashamed. For the Shamed.
0: First edition of yes! the Youthscape podcast, global edition, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, and and it's been fun but we should go now because we've run out of steam. Bye bye.